and welcome to another episode of Access Ability. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games and more people to see themselves in the games they play? Back in September of 2017, a game was released for free on PC called Doki Doki Literature Club. Now, most people at this point I think know that there is a bit more to the game than meets the eye initially, but the way it was initially pitched and the way that a lot of people were first introduced to it was, it's just, a, it's just a dating sim, it's a visual novel, you read a bunch of text, you meet some pretty girls that you might date, don't worry about that 18 plus warning, or about that disturbing content warning, it's fine, it's fine, this is probably a very normal game. It's been several years now since the original PC release of Doki Doki Literature Club, and last week we saw the game brought to consoles as Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, a paid-for experience that adds a few new bits of side content and adds in some quality-of-life features, including content warnings. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to be talking about the execution of content warnings in Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. We're going to talk about some of the shortcomings of how this game handled content warnings, some of the ways that they could have been improved, and some lessons that could have been learned from the games that they apparently drew inspiration from when coming up with those content warnings. So fair warning, this video will contain some necessary spoilers for Doki Doki Literature Club. We'll be talking about some of the more potentially upsetting moments from the game, while trying to keep some of the mystery intact for those looking to play the game for the first time. Doki Doki Literature Club is a horror game masquerading as a visual novel. It starts off very cutesy, but slowly gets more unsettling, until a major turning point where a character commits suicide, and it's implied to be the player, or at least the player character's, fault. From here the game warps into an unsettling fourth wall-breaking experience, with frequent and often detailed character suicide shown. The original game had a very generic warning screen when initially booted up that it wasn't a game for children, and contained graphic content, but the warning was very non-specific. The exact nature of what was going to happen was used as a shock surprise, designed to catch the player off guard with potentially distressing content. A big part of the game's success initially came from people playing it blind, deliberately to record their reactions when the game takes its dark turn. In the run-up to the release of Doki Doki Literature Club Plus last week, a big deal was made by the development team via a blog post about the fact the console port would contain specific detailed content warnings. Specific reference was made to Ickenfeller's Inspiration, an indie game we covered very positively on this show last year, which suggested a high bar of quality was being aimed for with how these content warnings would be handled. If you'd like a detailed breakdown on what content warnings are, and are not, check out our video on the topic linked in the video description. But in short, content warnings offer players with personal trauma around specific topics to be warned about the existence of those topics, so that they can choose to either not experience the piece of media at all, experience it at a time where they feel mentally prepared, or skip past that moment and continue with the rest of the piece of media. If you, like me, have trauma about, let's say, certain types of suicide attempt for example, you might not want to be caught off guard by highly detailed depictions of those events in your recreational media consumption without warning, as that happening could have a really big emotional impact on you. Those are situations where content warnings can be really helpful. They allow the player to mentally prepare before experiencing something they know will be upsetting. So I picked up Doki Doki Literature Club Plus on launch day to check out the execution of the game's content warnings, but I was ultimately left pretty disappointed. 
So, at the start of the game, the player is now given an option to see spoiler-based content warnings on some of the specific content found in Doki Doki Literature Club. While described as spoilers, the warnings given here are minimal in number, lacking in detail, and, by the game's admission, not an exhaustive list. The list favours being non-specific, despite being behind an agreement that the player is okay with spoilers in order to know what's coming. The warnings at the start of the game, if you pick to see them, are just four single words. Depression, suicide, self-harm, and abuse. This list covers a very small portion of what makes Doki Doki Literature Club an unsettling experience to play, and while covering the big plot points, they leave a lot of useful specifics unsaid. This list actively avoids mentioning several content warnings that show up later in the game, and are very mild on spoiler content so there's no reason to really hide them. For example, toward the end of the game there is a spoiler warning for Vomit, which doesn't show up in this list at the start, and it's tough to imagine why you wouldn't just include this in the list at the start so people know it's going to come at some point. It's not really a spoiler to know that someone will vomit and it will be kind of a little bit detailed in how it's drawn later in the game. Players are then told to go into the settings menu if they want content warnings to appear in-game before particularly distressing scenes, and are asked to click to agree to acknowledge the game's age rating and disturbing content. So with that out of the way, players get to the main menu and can head to turn on in-game content warnings. This menu setting is terribly designed, light text on a light background, and the content warnings toggle is very easy to miss entirely. I opened this menu up several times looking for this setting, unable to find it because it's poorly signposted. Before we get into the actual execution of Doki Doki Plus's content warnings, let me explain what I assumed this content warning setting would do during gameplay. The opening warning, with its four words only, seemed weirdly vague. I assumed that by opting for a dedicated content warnings mode, I'd get more detailed information as and when it was relevant. Given that the developers cited Ickenfell's execution of content warnings, I expected that right before a traumatic moment, a screen would come up with more detailed contextual information about what was about to happen, and, crucially, an option to skip it, or have it summarised instead. I expected the warnings to be prominent, hard to miss, and with lots of information to help players make an informed choice. What I got instead was, at the start of a given scene, considerably before the distressing moment occurred, a single text box appearing on screen containing one of the aforementioned single word content warnings. No additional context, just depression or suicide. The box is really easy to accidentally skim past, as a single press of the advance to the next text box button will close it. And neither restarting the scene from an autosave, nor checking the text history, allows going back and checking the content warning if you missed it. Let's look at Ikenfell as a quick example of content warnings done correctly. In that game, rather than just warning the player with the word blood, the game offers warnings like discussions of, but no depictions of, blood. That additional context is vital for making an informed choice as a player. When Doki Doki Plus tells me that a scene contains suicide, it doesn't tell me the method, or if it will be presented uh, visually to the player or just described, it doesn't tell me if the player's failure will be presented as the reason for it, and it doesn't tell me how much or little will be shown or lingered on, it doesn't tell me if it's going to be on screen for a while or if I can just mash past it quickly. There's so much unsaid by just the word suicide. That said, 
there is a single content warning in Doki Doki Literature Club Plus that did show me as a player that the developers do clearly on some level understand how to do this right. Before the first major self-harm depiction in the game, we get a content warning that is more than a single word. Self-harm, by cutting, and blood. It's not much, but it gives proper context for what exactly will be shown, gives additional information not included in the original four content warnings, and takes place right before the moment in question. This is much closer to the right way to implement these warnings. That said, it sucks seeing blood introduced here as a potential content warning, and then ignored for the rest of the game, where every subsequent blood instance gets no warning attached. There's a moment where a character's eyeball is bleeding for an entire scene. No mention of blood there, that's... don't need a blood warning for that. It also sucks seeing specificity of method in this content warning, but not for the suicide scene near the start. The inconsistency is infuriating to see in an advertised player safety focused feature. Also, and this might be the thing in Doki Doki Literature Club Plus that annoyed me most in terms of content warnings, was that those four content warning words that we were given at the start of the game are not consistently applied warnings. It does suck that their content warnings in general were not comprehensive on a wide range of topics, but promising content warnings for a tiny handful of topics, just four topics, and then not getting those topics content warned correctly is a really fundamental failing of safeguarding your players. If someone boots up the game, is told that they can rely on content warnings for self-harm while playing, let their guard down as a result, and then get blindsided by a self-harm depiction or detailed reference without a warning, that harm is a result of the developer telling them they were safe to let their guard down. If a player is asked if they want to see a special poem, agrees to it because there's no content warnings for self-harm and suicide on this poem, so sure, I'll click on it, and then sees the poem is a poem about suicide and self-harm smeared in blood in the aftermath of a self-harm cutting incident. That's not okay. Additionally, there are a bunch of potential content warning triggers in Doki Doki Literature Club Plus that are simply not addressed. In the latter half of Doki Doki Literature Club, players can stumble upon randomly activated events designed to catch the player off guard. Some of these random events pertain to obvious trigger warning content, but feature no content warnings before them. A clear example of this is the game's first suicide scene does get a content warning, just the word suicide, but as little as 10 minutes later it is possible for a photograph of that same suicide scene to appear on the back wall of a room, this time minus the content warning. I spoke to Joanna Blackheart, the designer for Ickenfell's content warnings, who was mentioned in the Doki Doki Literature Club developer's blog post about how they felt about the situation. Here's what they had to say. While I'm pleased Team Salvato has embraced content warnings overall, the Ickenfell team recognised the importance of getting it right the first time to set a standard. The unfortunate truth is, with content warnings this uncommon in gaming right now, any unsuccessful attempts to include them will be looked upon by opponents as a reason to reject them. With that in mind, I hope that Team Salvato will improve this system as quickly as possible. Not just for the benefit of Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, but for any gamers going forward whose first interaction with content warnings will be this game. Mythost, a member of the development team on Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, did reach out to me and offer a few statements on the launch date of accessibility and content warnings in Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. On both points, the warnings and the access to them, I hear you and fully agree. 
we are currently working on an accessibility pass of the game on all platforms, which will help fix both this and the text size issues that we weren't able to get to for the initial launch. I'm genuinely sorry for the state of this at launch. It's something we learned of late, before text lock for LOC, which I think is localization, and I was unable to get much time for additional passes, but that doesn't excuse them if they stay like this. I've been coming through all discussion boards on social media, DMs, etc, for examples of areas we've missed, and I'm hoping the next pass includes each and every one of the ones I see in detail. Myself and Mythos have since spoken a bit in DMs privately, and Mythos seems genuinely apologetic for the situation. I won't dive into the specifics shared of how this happened, but Mythos assured me that he hopes to see this fixed within a week or so of launch. As a result, it is very possible that this will have been updated by the time this video drops. If so, I will address that in a pinned comment on this video, so just look in the comment section, see if there's an update that says they fixed some things. According to Mythos, the team are working on implementing content warnings for random event scenes, as well as looking into ways to let the player disable those events from their playthrough. So yeah, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus sold itself at least partially on adding content warnings to the game, and then didn't do a great job with them, but I'm still impressed that the developers tried and are trying to fix them, and I say this not to give them a pass for, you know, ah, oh, you tried it, that's good enough, but this is the kind of game where I fully expect the developers to just not engage with these kind of conversations, and I'm glad that they tried, and I'm glad they're trying to improve them, because that's better than I expect from a, a game with this kind of reputation. Doki Doki Literature Club, when it originally released, was popularised almost entirely by being a game that shocked and surprised people with a traumatic event. Um, a lot of people's first exposure to this game was streamers and YouTubers who would play this either not knowing what the twist was and being caught off guard, or in some cases bringing people on who didn't know there was a twist just to catch them off guard with, oh, a suicide happened, you weren't expecting that, it's getting scary now. It would have been so easy for the developers to look at that and say, that's the reason this game works, if we put content warnings in, if we let people know what's coming in advance, the game doesn't work. Or it would have been easy to foresee pushback from the audience saying, oh, oh why are you giving people a way to, you know, wimp out of, of the, the proper version of the game? There are so many reasons that this kind of game could have prompted its developers to go, uh, content warning's probably not right for us, we really need to keep this, this surprise intact for everyone. And while I have problems with the execution, I am glad that the developers did try and are improving their execution because more games like this should be willing to have the conversation around content warnings. And while they definitely missed the mark here, the fact that they tried is really positive. When I've talked online about Doki Doki Literature Club Plus getting content warnings, one of the most common responses I have seen is people saying, well, the whole point of the game is to be scary, why would you want, you know, just to be warned about that, just don't play it. And to that I say, Doki Doki Literature Club is a game of many aspects. It is a fascinating fourth wall breaking meta-narrative that appeals to a lot of people, and just because someone might have a bit of personal baggage that means that they find it difficult to look at self-harm cuts on someone's arm, doesn't mean that they don't want to experience all of the fascinating endgame that this game has. This game has become a bit of a talking point in the industry, and someone might just want to be able to experience what is it? 
what is it that makes it so special? Why do people care about this so much? I want to experience that. But I have difficulty with scenes where people die by suicide. Um, if someone's got one moment in this game that's preventing them from playing through a narrative that they would otherwise love to play through, content warnings are, in theory, a great way to help someone engage with media on terms that they are comfortable with. And look, if you love Doki Doki Literature Club, surely you want more people to experience what makes that game great. And if content warnings, you know, once they're fixed up a little bit, can help more people to play this game safely and see what other people love about it, then that's great for everyone. I'm glad to see that Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is striving to be more accessible, even if its initial attempt failed to live up to the lofty goals of some of the inspirations it was trying to follow in the footsteps of.